amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. The motorsports world is where legends are made, the unthinkable happens, and barriers are broken. One man harnesses the power of an industry every week. This is the General Tire Down and Dirty Show, powered by Polaris Razor with Jim Beaver. What is going on? Welcome to the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Jim Beaver back in the saddle here, back from King of the Hammers. I know we took a week off last week. I had to recover. Anybody that's out on the lake bed for 10 days has to do the same, but uh, we're definitely going to be talking about King of the Hammers. We're going to be talking about Parker 250, 300 entries this weekend. We also had a little race called the Daytona 500 happen, and uh, you know what? We also had our own TV show on CBS Sports last weekend. We have a lot to dive into, a lot to talk about, and we've got some epic, I mean freaking epic guests today. We've got Greg Galding, NASCAR driver. This interview was done before the Daytona 500, but we're going to have him on the show this week. We've We've got my very, very good friend, uh, IndyCar driver, man that drives just about any damn thing on the planet, Mr. Connor Daly. He's also a Twitch streamer, and uh, yeah, he's going to be on the show. Connor never disappoints. And then we've got my good friend who was out on the lake bed with me, Tiffany Stone. She is going to be on the show as well. And uh, anytime T-Stone is on the show, you never quite know where that conversation is going to lead. So yes, slam pack today. All killer, no filler, right here for your listening enjoyment. Thanks to all you tuning in on SiriusXM, uh, Sports Byline, uh, Overseas, the U.S. American Forces Network. Thank you to all of our military tuning in abroad and uh, domestically as well. And, uh, yeah, I guess what, Podcast One, Apple Podcasts, everywhere you're tuning into this show, thank you guys for continuing to keep us in business for 10 years now. Yes, this is 10 years on air. I can't believe it. Uh, it's it's <laughs> It's been a journey, but uh, thank you guys for continuing to support the show. Uh, if you got any questions for me as we're live, hit me up at JimBeaver15 on social media. We'll try and get those answered in the show, and if not, who knows, maybe I'll answer them on social media. We'll uh, or we'll push them back till next week. But I know it's been been kind of a weird start to the year. We've been uh, kind of delayed on some of our shows. We took uh, weeks off here and there because of King of the Hammers and some other events. But I promise you, you got my commitment that uh, we are going to uh, have a ton of epic content moving forward right here on the show. And we'll be weekly from here on out. And uh, that being said, I am actually going to be on ground at Supercross in Dallas in March for Super Tuesday. So uh, really, uh, really excited to uh, to be able to go to a Supercross event. First one in a couple of years because of COVID. So uh, we got a lot of fun stuff happening here on the show. So, uh, yes, you want to hang tight not only uh, next week and the weeks following, but uh, this week and today as well. And we'll be back with more right here on the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Whether you're looking for a tire that balances high-performance response and traction in wet and light snow conditions, excellent handling and traction in wet and dry conditions, or a summer performance tire designed with a driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has you covered. From the all-new G-Max RS to the Grabber ATX, no matter what you drive, General Tire will get you where you're going. Learn more at GeneralTire.com. General Tire, cruising with a down-and-dirty radio show since 2012. 
you want extreme performance, reliability, and the most fun you can have on four wheels, the Polaris Razor brings it to you. But you don't need to take my word for it. You can take theirs. I'm Tanner Faust, and I choose the Polaris Razor because it's the most fun you can have with a steering wheel. What's up? I'm Ronnie Renner, and I choose Polaris Razor because it's the sickest, most reliable side-by-side on the planet. What's up, everybody? Heavy D from Diesel Brothers. Listen, I'm on Team Razor because it's hands down the best piece of machinery on the planet. I'm RJ Anderson, and I choose Polaris Razor because it's the most fun, most capable machine. Action sports stars, TV personalities, and some of the best race car drivers in the world all choose Polaris Razor because it's the ultimate combination of power, suspension, agility, and fun. Find out more information on the web at PolarisRazor.com or follow at Polaris Razor on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and use the hashtag RazorLife to share your story. Conditions off the pavement are always changing, so why settle for a light bar that just turns on and off? The Rigid Adapt is a revolutionary new light bar that will automatically select from eight beam patterns that range from a widespread 90-degree flood to a 15-degree spot based on your vehicle's speed. Try that with your knockoff light bar. A dash-mounted controller allows the user to toggle between adaptive mode, beam patterns, and RGBW accent lighting. With Adapt, it's easier than ever to own the night. From the 2018 Master Distillers of the Year comes a bold new American whiskey in fistful of bourbon. Their whiskeys have been award-winning for generations. Now they're going all in on bourbon, blending five straight whiskeys to create a big balanced bourbon that stands apart from everything else. So grab yourself a fistful of bourbon, a blend of five bourbons created with over 100 years of whiskey blending experience. It ain't just a bourbon, it's a damn fistful. Please enjoy responsibly. When looking for a new wheel for your off-road vehicle, car, truck, or UTV, the choice is easy. You choose what the pros use. Rob McCachron, Keegan Kincaid, and myself, Jim Beaver, all exclusively use Vision Wheel, whether we're dominating Baja, taking the cup at Cranon, or shredding UTVs. Vision Wheel's trend-setting designs and durability will set you apart from the competition and your friends. Check out visionwheel.com or at visionwheel on social media to learn more. Like what you hear? Catch all the back episodes of the Down and Dirty Radio Show on Apple Podcast, and be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Well, welcome to the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Yes, we're back from the break, and uh, time to kick things off in a real big way with this week. Obviously, uh, like I said before, massive show, Gray Galding, Connor Daly, Tiffany Stone, Man, we've got some uh, great, great guests. But before we jump into that, we got an amazing partner on this show. Jumped in with both feet and uh, or with both balls, I guess we could say. But a big supporter of the Down and Dirty Radio Show is our good friends at Manscaped, who's the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Big news, Manscaped just released an all-new cologne scent to help you feel good and smell good at all times. Who knew smelling this good could feel this good, too? Manscaped's trusted by over 2 million men worldwide, including myself. Uh, Join the movement for all your below-the-waist grooming needs. And i got to tell you about this cologne, though. You know, like, I I think a lot of guys are leery of cologne, right? Uh, A lot of them, you walk into a a bunch of high school guys, right, and they walk around smelling like that body spray that comes in a can, and I think guys like, yeah, dude, don't do that, right? What I'm saying is go to Manscaped. 
check out their new cologne. This stuff is uh, on point. It's called the Refined Cologne, and trust me, it is not the junk you buy in a can at the drugstore that uh, all the uh, below 21s uh, walk around smelling like, and you can hear smell the aroma from like 30 feet away. Yeah, that, that's not going to get you a girl, trust me, but this stuff, eh, it just might. And, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, Manscaped, they also have the Perfect Package 3.0 for all your below-the-waist grooming needs. But, uh, like I said, they didn't stop there. They've got the refined cologne signature scent by Manscaped. It's the same signature scent that's all Manscaped formulas. This cologne is perfectly to complement your collection. Light, approachable, and the gentlemanly thing in all the right ways. Think of it as your wingman for a night uh, to keep you fresh and ready for just about anything. Uh, And now, you know, in Manscaped, the refined cologne, it completes your smell anytime. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code Jim Beaver at manscaped.com. Don't forget, it is 20% off plus free shipping with Jim Beaver at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com with the code Jim Beaver. Look good, smell good, feel good with Manscaped. With that being said, we are jumping into things, and I got to tell you, there is a big storyline coming out of uh, the world of motorsports. Yes, it's not Daytona. We'll probably talk a little bit about that. We'll talk about my esports event, but what I want to talk about is the Motocar Fight Club. Yes, somehow, someway, the Supercross legends have got together, and they're going to go stock car racing. And, uh, yes, this is going to be a beautiful disaster if there ever was something. Uh, we've got uh, my boy Ryan Dungey was a guest uh, not too long ago on this show. Ricky Carmichael, Ryan Villapoto, our boy Chad Reed, Jeremy McGrath, who also is a regular on the show, I'm starting to think, man, we've we've actually had some really rad guests. You know, you start talking about these friends of the show there, but we got some legends. But in addition, we got uh, Brian Deegan, another friend of the show, Justin Brayton, another friend of the show. Um, I almost feel like we need to sponsor this event because literally every single guy racing in this event is uh, has been on the show multiple times. But they're calling it the Motor Car Fight Club. Uh, it is happening on February 25th, and you're basically going to have all these Supercross legends in stock cars. And I, I don't know, it, looking at these stock cars, like I say stock cars, they are stock cars. Um, they're kind of, you're not talking NASCAR, but you're not talking jalopy. You're talking somewhere in between. Like, they're fast enough to get yourself into trouble, but they're not fast enough to kill somebody. And I feel like... These guys are going to be elbows out. But, you know, obviously it's Supercross. It's going to be elbows out. But this is not going to be a nice race. Like, you know these guys are going to completely try and wreck one another. Um, Not any room for nice guys. But uh, this is happening the 25th. And I have no idea what to expect. Uh, and I'm not really familiar with Fight, Fight Club, but, uh, yeah, I, you know, I think they put on all kinds of different events, so it's not necessarily just racing. But color me interested. February 25th, I don't care if it costs money. I'm jumping in on this. Uh, I'm going to have a barbecue and drink a lot of beer and probably a lot of fistful of bourbon, and I'm going to watch some of my friends completely wreck themselves in stock cars. So if that sounds like you're kind of fun, Motor Car Fight Club, February 25th. Uh, yes, count me in, and uh, I'm sure I will be uh, live-tweeting that event. So, uh, yeah, that being said, we also had uh, a little TV show. It was uh, the General Tire E-Short Course World Cup presented by Fistful of Bourbon. Air on CBS Sports this past weekend. Thank you guys that uh, tuned into that. Uh, you know, it was, uh, it was actually a really big moment for myself and uh, my small little media company to, to help produce an event for television. But uh, uh, a lot of you got feedback. I know you want some more. I know all the drivers are wanting some more on TV. Um, you know, I, I've had a lot of you ask me on social media and in person, hey, are you going to have more on TV? We want more. 
Uh, yes, I just don't know when. Might be next year. Might be uh, next month. I, I truly can't answer that question quite yet. But all I can say is thank you guys for the support. I know some of you actually missed the broadcast on CBS Sports. I know it's been taken down off social media, off YouTube, off Facebook, uh, off Twitch because of the television airing. Now, since it's aired on TV, it will be going back up. So, uh, yes, you can uh, jump in on uh, that once it goes back up, and you can catch the broadcast uh, on pretty much every major video platform uh, moving forward. So we're going to get those back up and uh, going. I'll let you guys know when they are back up. So if you did miss it, it's actually worth the tune-in. It's really, really good racing, especially if you're a sim racing fan. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, going to go back up. Uh, speaking of uh, that, I mean, shoot, what do we have? We had the Daytona 500 happening uh, this past weekend. It was uh, after our event. I, I got to be 100% honest with you. I tried to watch the start of the Daytona 500, and then all of a sudden the Daytona 500, uh, you know, they had uh, uh, a little rain delay. And I say little, I mean massive rain delay. And uh, then they came back and finished it up at night. And uh, I got to tell you, I uh, – I really didn't uh, really didn't watch after that. I kind of lost interest. You know, when you end up having a six seven hour rain delay, um, it's uh, I don't know. It's just it loses its luster for me. But the crown jewel of this whole thing was is they did a making of um, Days of Thunder, and it was called Golden Hour. And I got to tell you, that was probably better than the whole damn race. Uh, you know, I know they had it earlier in the week, and then they ended up having, uh, you know, re-airing it because of the rain delay. But if you guys missed this, and I'm a big documentary guy. Um, I mean, I love movies and comedies and stuff like that. But if there's a good documentary and it's on something I like, like, color me interested, right? This documentary on uh, on Days of Thunder probably was more interesting than the actual race. Um it's worth getting, and I don't know where it's at. I don't know where it's at online. I'm assuming it's going to be available on a lot of streaming platforms. But, man, you want to talk about a documentary, like the stuff that went into this. Like I had no idea when they made Days of Thunder that they actually had two movie cars entered in the race. And so they started at the back of the race, and the deal was with the, with the movie production house – they got to drive the first 100 miles of the race, and when cars approached them to lap them, they had to dive down to the bottom, and then they could resume into traffic, but they couldn't get in the way, and they couldn't affect the outcome of the race. And uh, you you got to think if one of those guys that was driving these uh, these two fake cars in the race would have actually spun out and caused an accident, uh, would have been World War III. But the thought that NASCAR at the time, we're talking early 90s, um, and I was just a kid. I, I remember when the movie came out, I think I had the Hot Wheels of the the cars, you know, at the time, but I don't really remember, you know what I mean? A lot about, uh, a lot about the, you know, the movie and NASCAR at the time. I didn't watch NASCAR. I was a kid, but the thought that NASCAR would allow two movie cars to actually race in a physical race at the Daytona 500, the biggest race of them all. I mean, think about that. Like that would be like filming a NFL movie and allowing like two players, one on each team, to actually be on the field at the same time the Super Bowl was going on. Like, it's the equivalent of that. Like, what in the freaking world? How did that happen? Like I said, there's all kinds of rad stuff coming out of this documentary. I had no idea that happened. I haven't watched the movie in years. Makes me want to go back and actually watch the movie. But uh, it was definitely, definitely interesting. And like I said, I think it was actually better than the whole Daytona 500. Not that I actually watched the Daytona 500, but just saying. It's worth the watch, especially like the documentaries. Anyways, we're going to take a short break. We come back. I'm done rambling. I'm going to be rambling with Connor Daly when we return here to the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. 
Your life demands a tire that provides durability, comfort, and performance, and that's what General Tire delivers for you. From the all-season grip of the Grabber UHP to the comfort and on-road manners of the Grabber HTS to the durability and off-road traction of the Grabber AT2, General has a tire that will help get you where you need to go. So let us take you on your next big adventure. Tweet us at General Tire, hashtag anywhere is possible, because with General Tire, anywhere is possible. Don't just shred your way through any off-road rugged terrain. Get into gear with GSP XTV and let us redefine your adventure. The GSP advantage of quality and performance sets the standard for UTV axles. We strive to provide premium ATV and UTV axles to keep you shreddy ready. Kick up some dirt and get in the driver's seat with GSP XTV. With over 35 years of experience, drive with a company you can trust. Drive with GSP. For more information, please visit us at gspxtv.com today. You're listening to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. All killer and no filler. Welcome back to the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Uh, I'd like to welcome a good friend of mine and uh, guest to the show, uh, Connor Daly. Uh, Connor, what is uh, what is happening, man? You know what? Not a lot. Just uh, waiting to go racing like uh, most other people except for NASCAR. <laughs> <laughs> right. I guess NASCAR. Uh, I guess we got to tip our cap to uh, the endurance racers. They got a chance to go and uh, go and run uh, 24 hours of Daytona. I guess anything goes in Florida right now. They'll, they'll, I mean, like pro wrestling, Super Bowl, like, Anything can happen in Florida. I feel like the world revolves around Florida about now. Oh, yeah, you can see it. I, I, I've seen it. And, uh, yeah, it was awesome to watch the Rolex as well. I completely – I always just – I don't forget about that, but I, I'm I'm angry if I don't get to race in it, so I try to put it out of my head because I love, love that event so much. But uh, but I watched it and obviously saw my good pal uh, Alex Rossi win it, so that was uh, that was pretty cool for sure. Yeah, well, I, I, I was gonna ask: Are you one of those guys like you watch one of these marquee events, and it, does it like sting a little bit when you're not driving in it to to watch it? I mean, is is it that way with all motorsports, or is it just stuff like endurance racing and and IndyCar? Do you get that with Daytona too? Like, you know, you just get the Joneses. Like, ah, I, I got to be doing that. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I've I've done it twice, um, and. Just it's one of those experiences that I think is is very unique because there are so many drivers down there, friends that you see from, you know, back from when I raced in Europe, friends that you see that you don't you might only get to see once a year. Um, so it's you know, and, and it's it's a very unique event. So uh, I, I I've enjoyed it. I, I would love to you know I've I've been down there many many years in a row watching and and waiting for my shot. And then after I did it after I did it the two times that I did it. I think I went the year afterwards, like in 20, 2017 or eighteen or twenty eighteen, and it was just grueling to watch it. I was like, "Oh man, this is I I can't watch this anymore without you know without being in it." So it's uh, you know it, it's a great event. Such a you know IMSA does such a great job. I think with uh, you know their field was massive this year, and it was great to see that. So you know maybe someday I'll get a get another shot to, to go down there. Yeah. So that being said, I mean, you ever glanced across the pond to something like Lamar? Like, you know, you have like a list of bucket list events you want to do. I mean, you've been kind of a journeyman. I mean, you've gone and done, you know, at this point, what, Chili Bowl? And like, you've kind of spread your wings. You've done some stock car racing. Like, I feel like you're kind of like, I mean, we've seen Alonzo do it now and stuff like that. I feel like you're one of those guys where you just want to kind of drive a little bit of everything. Doesn't matter where it's at. Just give me the steering wheel. Absolutely. I mean, Lamar is very, very high on my bucket list. It's, it's, 
you know, it's, it's something that I, um, crave doing. And, and, and I, you know, it's sports, the sports car world is difficult to really slot yourself into unless you've got, uh, you know, some money to bring and sweeten the deal. And, um, but, but oddly enough, you know, I, I, I've, I've talked about this to a lot of people recently. Uh, even my buddy, uh, Connerty Filippi, who drives for, uh, the BMW, uh, IMSA team, you know, I've done a full season of GT racing in the Lamborghini Super Trofeo series. So like I've driven prototypes, I've driven GT cars now. And so people can't really use that excuse of, of me not having experience in sports cars anymore. So I think the right, you know, the, the right opportunity will come by hopefully at some point. And, you know, I love, I love a lot of the teams that, that are in the, in the sports car world. And there's some great, um, great, great, great group of people over there. So hopefully at some point we can, I can trip into a Lamar seat and, uh, and, and I don't know when that will be, but definitely Lamar is on the bucket list and the Daytona 500. I want to do that too. Uh, I've raced a NASCAR truck. I've raced an Xfinity car. Um, and so next is, uh, next is for sure a cup car. And, uh, I would love to do Daytona. I've, I've met some great people in the NASCAR, uh, ranks. So who knows? Maybe, maybe we can make that happen someday too. Yeah. You know, and it's funny you mentioned, you know, sports car racing and stuff. Cause I, I you know, a few years back, it was kind of one of those those you know areas of motorsport where guys kind of win as their swan song. Like, oh, I'll go do a couple years of road racing and and you know, and we'll call it a career. But I feel like things have changed in the last couple of years. Like, I mean, there's a lot of stability in that series, but I, you know, and they've done a lot of rule changes, stuff like that. Obviously, there's manufacturers, but I feel like it's it's one of those where it's not necessarily that 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 step out the door of your career now. I mean, there's a lot of guys making a home there, and and I, I feel like sports car racing man there's probably more interest in it now than there has been in in quite a while yeah absolutely i think there's a lot of a lot of good stuff happening there a lot of manufacturers are involved um you know i think i think there are a lot of guys who uh you know are 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 the trusted sports car names and drivers um but i also think you know the the driver rating system is really tough as well for for some guys you certainly like me um you know and, and and i look at a guy like joey hand who's a who's rated a platinum you know, by the FIA and, and, and Joey doesn't have a ride. And I'm like, that guy is so good. He's won so many different sports car races. So yeah, again, it's, it's one of those right place, right time type scenarios as well. And, um, you know, sometimes teams would hire you or would bring you in, but because of the way the driver rating systems work, it, you know, it, it might not happen. So, you know, it, 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 it's, it's one of those things that I, I, I love that it's getting the respect that it is. And there's a lot of great drivers and names, you know, going to do it, you know, NASCAR guys, Formula One guys, um, you know, people from all across the, uh, the motorsport spectrum. Um, but, but yeah, just, it, 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 it's, it's, I, I think motorsport right now across all across the board is strong, which is, which is positive. Yeah. Well, let's talk a little bit about uh, 2021. Obviously, big news back in December, and and I do want to mention before we jump into this news, uh, what a way to celebrate your announcement! You get to go to Phoenix for your birthday, and I'm looking at this list on on Instagram. Back when you had it, was it like you, Paul Tracy, Alex? There was like um, what Manziel, like Ari Leyendijk Senior. I'm like, what a hell of a way to celebrate your announcement with uh, with Ed Carpenter Racing, man. Yeah, it was awesome. Um... You know, it was a good couple of weeks in December for sure. Uh, you know, our, our deal with the U.S. Air Force, I mean, such an incredible, uh, you know, to be heading into the fourth year with them uh, really means a lot. They've been definitely my most loyal supporter, um, you know, on a, on a big stage, uh, you know, in my career. And, and, uh, and, and to be back with Ed Carpenter Racing, obviously, I think we have a lot of unfinished business, uh, you know, to get to. Uh, I think the team has done an incredible job over the offseason working on the areas where I think, 
uh, you know, I, I, I need help with in the, in the car and, and, and then the feeling that I need out of it. Um, and, you know, we've had our first test day already last, you know, last week at Sebring and, uh, and it was very, very encouraging. So I, I think that's, that's great. And, and yeah, I had a great birthday, Paul, Paul Tracy, a uh, good friend of mine. And, and he, uh, we uh, got to meet, you know, Johnny Manziel. He was awesome as well. And, and had Alex out there, a good group of friends who we went to play some golf and, um, and do all the outdoor activities, uh, which, uh, which Arizona provides. So yeah, it was great. Yeah. Well, kind of looking at things, obviously things push back a bit this year just due to, to, you know, coronavirus and things like that. I mean, starting things off at Barber, but I'm looking at this opening stretch and I know, you know, obviously you're doing the Indy 500 and that's the only oval you're slated to do for ECR right now. But I'm looking like, you know, it's like four races in the first two weeks of the year. And then, you know, and then you turn around and two weeks later, you got a road course at Indy, you know, then a couple of, uh, you know, weeks of qualifying and then the Indy 500 turn around and, you know, you got a double header in Detroit. I mean, you want to talk about two months, it's just going to be absolutely grueling, man. I mean, the start of this IndyCar season, I know it's been delayed, but it's going to, it's going to make, you know, every single weekend count, man. Oh, absolutely. I mean, once, yeah, once we get going, it's, I, I, I keep telling people, I said, look, once I get to April, you'll probably never hear from me again until the end of the year. I mean, it's going to be a, it's going to be a pretty aggressive um, run, but that's, awesome like that's that's what we love i mean we've been we've been craving um you know getting back into things we've been craving getting back in the seat um you know i do think it'll be tough on our on our team like for sure there's a lot of work the guys are gonna have to you know bust through and and uh and 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 make some things happen but again that's that's why we do what we do is is uh you know to show up at the racetrack ready to go and 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 be able to perform at a high level and you know i i still don't quite have my full season program going yet i mean i'd love to love to be back with carlin on the ovals and i i, I feel pretty good about that situation um but that kind of decision is a little bit out of my hands so so we'll see what happens there but but yeah i i i, I can't wait to get going because once we're going we're 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 fully flat out yeah well you know how's this you know i guess the approach has got to be a little bit different this year for you too and uh uh, you know, things getting started a little bit later. Obviously, we've got uh, Long Beach running, uh, you know, is the finale there at the end of the year. We've got a new track at Nashville that I'm really excited about. I mean, you know, what's your approach as, as things goes on, especially with, uh, you know, the change in Long Beach and, and now with this new track in Nashville? How do you approach something like Nashville where it's kind of an unknown for everybody? Well, I think that's one of the most exciting parts about IndyCar, to be honest, is, uh, you know, our, our our diversity in street courses. I mean, that's that's such a great um, a, a great group of tracks to race on. You talk about Long Beach, St. Petersburg, Detroit, uh, Nashville. Now I mean, those are great uh, great markets and and inc- incredible racetracks. And obviously, I think Nashville is going to be the same. I think I think it's going to be super exciting. I've talked to so many different people because there's a lot of people in Indiana that come up from Nashville, and and a lot of my friends from Indiana go down to Nashville all the time, and 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 people are really really excited about it. And Justin Marks is a good friend who is uh, who's a very uh, a very key part of the Nashville event, and and he he says you know constantly to me that it's going to be an incredible um, an incredible atmosphere. So I'm excited about it. I mean, learning a new track will be the same for everyone. You know, we can't really do any simulation work there. We can't really do any testing there, obviously. So you know, first session out there is going to be a you know a whole new experience and. And that's kind of exciting. We haven't had that um, really for 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 uh, for a long time. You know, a, a new venue, uh, particularly a new street circuit, um, on the calendar. So I, I think it's great. 
Yeah. Well, you know, all that being said, you mentioned simulator work, and I, I want to chime in on that because I know you've been burning a ton of time in the sim, and I know, uh, you know, a lot of people know you know you from iRacing, things like that. I mean, you, there, there's iRacing, and then there's actual simulator work, correct? I mean, uh, what, what's the biggest difference there? Yeah, I mean, I think there's there's a pretty big difference. We, you know, we I, I have a great setup here at the house for uh, for iRacing, and, and iRacing has been a lot of fun, obviously, over the last, well, really 12 months. Um, but, uh, but yeah, when we go to Charlotte with, the, with, with Chevrolet and Pratt and Miller, you know, they they have a full, uh, you know, a full IndyCar tub that, that's, uh, you know, motion, motion capable. And, um, you know, everything is, uh, is, is pretty high detail on, on some of the real data that we get from the, from the racetrack. So, so yeah, I've, I've just, I just spent the last two days there actually in Charlotte, uh, on the simulator with, you know, with my engineers and, and, my, and my teammate Rena. And, uh, and, it, you know, we try to do as much as we can because we get two days of testing, two days of, of on-track practice before, um, you know, our first road course race. So yeah, that's not a lot of time on the physical racetrack. So we, we, we try to spend as much time in the simulator and, and obviously with technology, you're, they're always, they're always getting more and more info and they're always trying to make it, um, you know, as, as close to real life as possible. And, um, you know, I, I think it'll be a, a little while before we get to, you know, a full match of real life. But for now, it's, you know, it, it's good to focus on, you know, on, 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 on things that you want to develop as a driver and, and maybe getting rid of bad habits, which is something that I think I've done over the last uh, last few months. Um, and the simulator helps with that for sure, because, uh, you know, they, the, the hardware, the pedals, the, the, the steering, the, the stuff like that is all very similar to real life. All right, we're going to pump the brakes right here on Connor Daly because uh, we got a lot more to come with Connor. But we got to take a short commercial break. We'll be back with more with Connor Daly when we return here to the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. I'm Polaris rider Jim Beaver. I race trophy trucks professionally, host a down and dirty radio show, and also travel the country announcing motorsports events. I've seen it all, and trust me, I've done most of it, so when it comes time to relax on the weekend, nothing is better than taking time with my family in our Razor vehicles. They've got the reliability I need to just pick up and go explore the desert dunes or trail and have the capability to attack even the harshest terrain. If you're looking for some of the most reliable and safest and hands-down most capable off-road machines in the world, look no further than Polaris and their award-winning lineup of Razor vehicles. Whether you want your daughter to experience off-road driving for the first time in a Razor 170 like me, take the entire family out in a Razor XP4 1000 on the weekend, or shred the desert and dunes in the all-new Razor XP 1000 Fox Edition, Polaris has you handled. Take my advice and join me and some of the best drivers in the world by driving a Polaris Razor. Check out the full Polaris Razor lineup at Polaris.com or follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Polaris Razor. Your life demands a tire that provides durability, comfort, and performance, and that's what General Tire delivers for you. From the all-season grip of the Grabber UHP to the comfort and on-road manners of the Grabber HTS to the durability and off-road traction of the Grabber AT2, General has a tire that will help get you where you need to go. So let us take you on your next big adventure. Tweet us at General Tire, hashtag anywhere is possible, because with General Tire, anywhere is possible. 
When looking for a new wheel for your off-road vehicle, car, truck, or UTV, the choice is easy. You choose what the pros use. Rob McCachron, Keegan Kincaid, and myself, Jim Beaver, all exclusively use Vision Wheel, whether we're dominating Baja, taking the cup at Cranon, or shredding UTVs. Vision Wheel's trend-setting designs and durability will set you apart from the competition and your friends. Check out visionwheel.com or at visionwheel on social media to learn more. Looking to have some fun on four wheels? Dirtfish Rally School has you covered. Packing as much adrenaline and adventure as you can handle into high-performance all-wheel drive and rear-wheel drive Subaru rally cars is where the fun begins at Dirtfish. Just 30 minutes outside of Seattle and Snoqualmie, you'll get a chance to train up to three full days with some of the country's best instructors and be put through the high-octane rush of rally on mud, dirt, and tarmac. Get started today and call 425-888-7715 or visit us online at dirtfish.com and use code 911 for a 15% discount. Life is all about sound, the sound of sports, the sound of the racetrack, and the sound of your vehicle. Don't drive around listening to this. Drive around listening to the sound of performance. Gibson Performance. Gibson Performance Exhaust is the company who can turn this into this. Remember that life is all about sound, and Gibson Exhaust is the sound of performance. Check out your next catback exhaust system, headers, muffler, or UTV exhaust at GibsonPerformance.com and get more power and more sound. Like what you hear? Catch all the back episodes of the Down and Dirty Radio Show on Apple Podcast, and be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Welcome back to the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Been catching up with my good friend Connor Daly, and uh, yeah, we're going to jump back into that interview right about now. Well, you know, and here's a question on IndyCar, because I, I think really last couple of years, it, it's it's become interesting. You know, it, for the longest time, I mean, there was a superiority complex with Formula One, you know, and it's better and things like that. I mean, what's your take on this the last year or two? Because I'm looking at IndyCar and, um, you know, it's been around a long time. You're a veteran. You've been around the series for, for quite a while at this point. I mean, we're getting all these Formula One drivers now looking, you know, tired of the politics, tired of everything that's going on in Formula One. And they're kind of peeking over here across the pond at the United States going, you know, that, that IndyCar, it, it doesn't look too bad, you know? And, and what's a guy like you that's been around for that long? You start seeing these names float around that are eyeing IndyCar and wanting to come over and stuff like that. I mean, it's got to be, be kind of gratifying, Connor. Well, honestly, I mean, IndyCar is without a doubt the most, um, the most competitive series on the planet right now and, and, and the most uh, diverse schedule with the most, uh, the most champions from various series from around the world come to compete in IndyCar, and, and, and a lot of them at the Indy 500 as well. I mean, you have seven-time champion Jimmy Johnson coming to race IndyCar. You have multiple Formula One guys who have now come over, Marcus Erickson, Roman Grosjean, uh, Fernando Alonso, um, guys that are, are, are really taking this seriously. Um, and, and, you know, V8 supercar champion Scott McLaughlin. I mean, these guys are, are, are really good drivers. And, and we already have some of the best drivers in the world in IndyCar. And, and I, I, I really hope IndyCar as, you know, uh, as, as uh, you know, on the marketing side really takes advantage of this because there's truly nothing like IndyCar right now on the planet. There really isn't, um, you know, NASCAR is incredible. They do a great job with marketing. Um, but it's a, it's a, you know, it's a different type of racing. It's a different, uh, a different atmosphere for sure. And, and formula one is always going to be formula one. It's always going to be the biggest in the world. It's always going to be, you know, two to three cars have a shot at winning maybe one um and that's it but you know if you want to be a race car driver and you want to have a shot at a race win every weekend 
you know, IndyCar is the place to do it. And, and we have some incredible events. We have some incredible tracks. We have the Indy 500, which is still massive. And, um, and right now we have a very strong grid of, of potentially, I think 26, 27 full-time cars, which is, you know, more than we've had in, in, in a long time. Um, and there's, so there's a lot of positive momentum. And I, I, I truly hope IndyCar gets the respect that it deserves, um, you know, starting this year. And, 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 and hopefully we just, you know, we all work together to, you know, to, to get this product out to the people and just, just literally make people more aware that we exist because that is that is our biggest problem right now is not enough people know that we exist (laughs) well and and here's you know that you are a guy that uh you know you've you've had to uh you know you've made a business case for indycar right you've had to hunt your own sponsorship at times you know you've been on the ground floor you've been in board meetings and you know going back five six years ago versus Today, Connor, you go into a board meeting, you're meeting with a company. I got to think that the business proposition for sponsoring an IndyCar team or an IndyCar driver is it's never easy, but I got to think it's it's maybe, you know, the doors open a little more and they're a little more receptive now than, say, they were five, six years ago. Well, I mean, I'd like to think so. Um, I, I, I definitely would. But I, I also... Um, still think that when you when you're up against the nba the nfl the mlb nascar even um you know it's really hard and and we're 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 a small you know we're a small drop in the bucket of marketing um you know compared to the major sports and and it it still is tough to find those you know massive number sponsors and you know i've been very fortunate to have the u.s air force but you know i'm still not a full season driver you know i've been I've been, I was full season last year for the first time in three years, but that was, you know, with two different teams filling in for another team and, you know, trying to, trying to make things work. And, you know, we're still trying to make this, uh, you know, make this sport even bigger and better. And hopefully, yes, as, as we continue to grow, um, you know, those sponsors will, will, uh, you know, will be more and more um, attracted to, to what we've got going on. And I, and I think there's a lot of positivity going and I, and I, I have a lot of faith in the, in the series itself and, you know, I was a fan first before being a driver, and and as a fan, I I couldn't be more excited about you know this this season ahead. Yeah, and you know, going into that, I mean, how 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 crucial is say you know your social media, and I mean, you've blown up on Twitch. I mean, this is probably one of the the coolest surprises I think of the whole pandemic is your your Twitch feed because it doesn't matter what you do, you've got people <laughs> tuning in. And I think it's really rad, you know, that the way you were able to kind of spin that. But I mean, you know, how important now is that personal branding and that personal touch and that added things with social media and Twitch you're doing to, to say, uh, you know, to, to bring in these partners. Well, I tell you what, you just have to be the biggest brand that you can be. You have to extend yourself. You have to work hard at this. Uh, you know, I do the Twitch stuff because I think it's, it's, it's something that, you know, the air force didn't really know how to, I guess, respond to it at first, but realistically it just, all it is is more publicity. It's, it's more, um, it's more eyes on the air force and Twitch is a younger demographic of people and users. And, and that's really cool. So, you know, what I try to do is just, is, is be, you know, branch out, extend my arms a little bit, try to do a little bit of everything. You know, if Travis Pastrana invites me to do anything, I'm going to say yes, because why not? Um, and, and I think um, it's, it, it's something that I hope the, you know, I, I think the U S air force has appreciated Otherwise they wouldn't be back. You know, they're very, they're very serious with me. Like if this wasn't producing the numbers that they needed, they wouldn't come back as a sponsor. And so clearly it has. So you just got to keep 
working at it. This is, this is hard. It's, it's harder than it used to be. You don't just have to be a driver anymore. Yeah. You know, unless you're Scott Dixon, you know, <laughs> you don't, you don't just have to be a driver. You have to be uh, a, a marketing company. You have to be an entity. You have to be a recognizable, um, you know, human being uh, from, from multiple different areas. So, uh, so yeah, I, I try to do anything and everything and, and I always will. Cause I love working hard to be a, you know, to be a race car driver. Yeah. So last question before we let you go, man. Um, you know, obviously we're, uh, what about uh, two months out, uh, two months out from Barber. What, what's the next two months look like for Connor Daly in preparation for, uh, for that race there in Birmingham? Well, we've got, uh, one more test day at Birmingham, uh, you know, February 22nd. So we'll be out there. Um, getting our, our last day of preseason testing in, uh, which will be, which will be really, really, uh, you know, important. Um, and I, I, I'm not sure if I'm on the sim again before, um, before then, but, uh, I know we'll be on the sim for sure in, in, in March and probably doing some, a lot of stuff with iRacing as well, uh, you know, in March. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I might have, you know, might have something else exciting to do, uh, early March, um, a real race rather than a virtual race. So, uh, you know, stay tuned for that. But yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be a busy next couple weeks, February, February has been nonstop for me so far. I mean, I've, uh, I, I just got home late last night and, uh, I'm sure I'll be traveling again next week at some point. And it's, uh, you know, it's been busy, but it's good. I'm glad this a lot of positive energy going for this year and hopefully it's, uh, hopefully it's better. Wow. Man, it is always uh, a pleasure catching up, buddy. I know uh, you are busy. We'll let you uh, relax a little bit. And, uh, you know, always fun catching up. And I'm sure we will again uh, after the season starts. I appreciate that, man. Thanks a lot. So that was my boy, Connor Daly. And uh, Connor and I, uh, we actually, first time I actually spent some time with him was a Long Beach Grand Prix two years ago. And I was there and um, ended up, uh, I was in a restaurant with a couple of people. And Connor walked in and he was kind of like looking around and, uh, he ended up sitting down with us at the table, and we had some drinks, and uh, you know, and, and probably I don't know, talk for a couple of hours. You know what I mean? And right there, I was like, you know, not a lot of IndyCar drivers would do something like that, you know. And Connor just he knew me, and I uh, was looking for some people who hid. They didn't show up yet. He sat down at our table. Those people showed up. They joined the table. A couple of hours later, we're all having drinks, and uh, it was a good time there at Long Beach. But uh, just tells you the kind of guy he is. You want to talk about a down to earth guy and. And I think that's why he's been as successful as he has in his career. I mean, you know, he obviously his family's got a legacy in motorsports, you know what I mean, and, and things like that. But he's never played that up. You know, he's always been his own man, and I can appreciate that. You know, and uh, Connor definitely, I think, being the people person that he is, it's got him a long ways in this industry. He's uh, he's definitely, um, you know, he's definitely got a, a lot of partners uh, because of that, because he's approachable and he's not arrogant, you know, and he's very humble. And, uh, you know, the guy works his living ass off to uh, get every possible thing he can. Really, really excited about him being with Ed Carpenter Racing. Obviously, you guys know that us and Ed Carpenter Racing are good friends. We uh, we have a, you know, a rallycross program together with, uh, you know, with iRacing and the World Championship and a collaboration there. But, uh, you know, I, I just uh, I'm really, really stoked for him. He's one of the good ones. You know, uh, a lot of times, you know, there's a lot of drivers sometimes that uh, have the right funding and they get seats that maybe they shouldn't have, and, you know, things like that. Connor's not that guy. This guy's worked for everything he has and he deserves his great seat at Ed Carpenter Racing this year it's got me really really excited to see uh you know what's to come and obviously you know it, this is going to be what second year there with ecr and you know i think 
having that stability, knowing the team, knowing what you're getting into this year, um, it's going to make it even that much better. You know, um, you know, talking about that, you start looking forward, looking at uh, Indy 500, things like that. I mean, Connor, uh, strong, strong run last year and qualifying in that. Uh, it's got me excited for this year. Could this be the year Connor Daly, uh, you know, he, he shines through at Indy? I mean, obviously, Ed Carpenter, uh, one of the greats when it comes to qualifying and putting their cars up front. Um, you know, and I think uh, Connor, you know, he, this is going to be a really, really complete team this year. Um, you know, I, I really, truly feel that way. Ed Carpenter Racing, you don't want to call them a dark horse because I don't think that does them justice. But I got to tell you, you know, if you're not counting on ECR this year, they definitely need to be on your radar because I think, uh, you know, as things progress here, um, it's it's going to be uh, it's going to be a good, good year for them and a good year for Connor Daly. Uh, that's for sure. So, uh, yeah, uh, IndyCar, it is in full swing. Obviously, schedules being jumbled up. Uh, I, I can't wait to, uh, to get out to an IndyCar race. You know, obviously, you guys know this. I mean, I'm an IndyCar fan. That's that and Supercross, if I'm going to go spectate any kind of motorsports, it's going to be that and Supercross. Ah, NHRA is fun, too, when you can get down the water box. I just love racing. But I'm really looking forward to IndyCar. I was looking forward to being in St. Petersburg. Obviously, uh, that's kind of been shuffled around. I don't know if we're going to make it out to St. Pete to, to – uh, to the around there in Florida, but uh, definitely Long Beach Grand Prix, probably uh, Indy 500 sometime in the month of May. I don't know. We'll have to figure it out. Crazy schedule coming up. But, uh, yes, I am racing this weekend. We'll dive into that here in hour number two. Uh, big event here happening in Parker with the Best in the Desert Parker 250 with the Mint 400 being delayed till December. Open up the calendar wide open for like a two-month stretch uh, you know, and, and it seems like everybody that owns a UTV or race UTV, regardless of series, they're all converging on Parker here, my hometown this weekend, over 300 entries, uh, in the UTV division. Uh, that's nuts. That's insane. I think my race alone, we we're, we we're doing the math. There's like over 160 UTVs in my race alone. We're talking a 60 mile course and 160 cars. That's over two cars per mile. This is going to be crazy. I'm glad I got a good front bumper on my car because uh, it is definitely going to be bumper cars for four laps. But uh, it is uh, it is going to be a big one. We are going to dive into that. We'll probably talk about some other off-road news as well, dive into some of the Mint 400 uh, news, you know, and, and that getting delayed. I've also got a big video project dropping this week. We'll dive into an in hour number two. We got a lot, and obviously we got Tiffany Stone. We got Greg Galding. We got great guests still lining up to come on the show today as well. And, uh, yeah, it is, uh, it is going to be a great hour number two, but we are going to take a short commercial break here. We're going to come back. We're going to wrap up hour number one, and then hour number two will be upon us on the Gentle Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Conditions off the pavement are always changing, so why settle for a light bar that just turns on and off? The Rigid Adapt is a revolutionary new light bar that will automatically select from eight beam patterns that range from a widespread 90-degree flood to a 15-degree spot based on your vehicle's speed. Try that with your knockoff light bar. A dash-mounted controller allows the user to toggle between adaptive mode beam patterns and rgbw accent lighting with adapt it's easier than ever to own the night from the 2018 master distillers of the year comes a bold new american whiskey and fistful of bourbon their whiskeys have been award-winning for generations now they're going all in on bourbon blending five straight whiskeys to create a big balanced bourbon that stands apart from everything else so grab yourself a fistful of bourbon 
a blend of five bourbons created with over 100 years of whiskey blending experience. It ain't just a bourbon, it's a damn fistful. Please enjoy responsibly. Thanks for tuning in to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, available live online in syndication on networks across the U.S. and available internationally on the American Forces Network. And we are back here on the Gentle Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Time to wrap up hour number one and move on to hour number two. Uh, yes, we got a big hour number two. Like I said before, Tiffany Stone coming up, uh, NASCAR driver Greg Galding coming up. Um, and uh, yeah, I got a segment uh, where anything's going to go. I don't even know what I'm going to talk about in that segment yet. So if you got fan questions, hit me up at Jim Beaver 15 on that little social media machine. And uh, I know we'll be talking some best in the desert, uh, some Parker 250, because that is going to be a massive, massive event this weekend. Maybe go down some driver lineups, things like that. Guys to watch out for, girls to watch out for. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's going to be a big one this weekend. Uh, obviously, uh, maybe we'll dive into a little bit more about Daytona, but I don't know. I, I don't feel like there's a lot to talk about there. You know, obviously we had a, you know, a first time NASCAR winner that that's huge news, but I feel like anytime you delay something by like half a day and it gets run at night eh, it loses its luster. So, um, I don't know not to throw NASCAR under the bus, but yeah, I'm throwing them under the bus bus officially just ran them over. So yes, uh, I guess what else do we have? I think we're going to dive into a Dirtfish Rally Report to kick off hour number two as well. So we've got that coming up. And I uh, do want to uh, give a shout-out. I know we're going to have him uh, on the show sometime very soon. I've been texting with him, but my good friend Jason Ellis, uh, obviously he's got his new podcast kind of company, I guess. But it uh, be fun to catch up with Ellis. But uh, long-time supporter of the show, uh, long-time, I don't know, he's been on this show maybe six, seven, eight times at this point. But I uh, do want to give a big shout-out to him. Uh, I was a big listener of a show, now moved over to the podcast format, and I'm a big listener there as well. So do want to uh, give a shout-out to my boy Ellis, and uh, you guys should go and check out his new podcast. And, yes, Jason will be on the show in one of the – probably in the next couple of weeks sometime. Uh, we'll be talking about his new show and everything Ellis is doing. I know he wants to get out in some razors with me sometime soon as well. So uh, uh, I just don't know that I want the repair bill for Ellis to come out and drive razors with me. But, uh, Jason, if you're listening, I'm just being honest, buddy. But, uh, yes, we will have him uh, on the show sometime uh, coming up soon. But uh, check out his new show. And uh, before, I guess, uh, we sign off on hour number one, do want to uh, once again remind you, our good friends there in Manscaped, uh, you know, they've got uh, their new signature scent uh, um, over there, uh, their new cologne, right? Uh, it's uh, the new men's refined cologne signature scent by Manscaped. You can check out that as well as everything else at Manscaped's website, manscaped.com. Don't forget, 20% off plus free shipping uh, using the code Jim Beaver at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping uh, with the code Jim Beaver at manscaped.com. And uh, yeah, I guess uh, I, I've got that segment. You got any fan questions at Jim Beaver 15, hit me up, let me know. And um, I don't know what else. I, I feel like I got something really big to say and I can't remember right now what it is, but uh, I'm sure we're going to dive into that and a whole lot more here and our number two. I know Ken Block's been posting a lot of stuff on social media with some of his old cars, so maybe we're going to jump into some Ken Block talk and talk uh, dissect uh, all his Jim Connor cars over the years and maybe some of our personal favorites. So, I don't know. We, we could go a lot of directions in our number two, but you want to be here for that right here on the Gentle Tire Down a Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. 
Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. You want extreme performance, reliability, and the most fun you can have on four wheels? The Polaris Razor brings it to you. But you don't need to take my word for it. You can take theirs. I'm Tanner Faust, and I choose the Polaris Razor because it's the most fun you can have with a steering wheel. What's up? I'm Ronnie Renner, and I choose Polaris Razor because it's the sickest, most reliable side-by-side on the planet. What's up, everybody? Heavy D from Diesel Brothers. Listen, I'm on Team Razor because it's hands down the best piece of machinery on the planet. I'm RJ Anderson, and I choose Polaris Razor because it's the most fun, most capable machine. Action sports stars, TV personalities, and some of the best race car drivers in the world all choose Polaris Razor because it's the ultimate combination of power, suspension, agility, and fun. Find out more information on the web at PolarisRazor.com or follow at Polaris Razor on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and use the hashtag RazorLife to share your story. For 100 years, General Tire has provided tires for your lifestyle, your adventure, your anywhere. Born from competition, the Grabber Tire offers the durability and off-road traction you demand in a tire. We put these tires to the test in the harshest off-road racing conditions to give you a tire that will make your anywhere possible. So let us take you on your next big adventure. Tweet us photos at General Tire, hashtag anywhere is possible. Because with General Tire, anywhere is possible. When looking for a new wheel for your off-road vehicle, car, truck, or UTV, the choice is easy. You choose what the pros use. Rob McCachron, Keegan Kincaid, and myself, Jim Beaver, all exclusively use Vision Wheel, whether we're dominating Baja, taking the cup at Cranon, or shredding UTVs. Vision Wheel's trend-setting designs and durability will set you apart from the competition and your friends. Check out visionwheel.com or at Vision Wheel on social media to learn more. for tuning in to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, available live online in syndication on networks across the U.S. and available internationally on the American Forces Network. Welcome to hour number two of the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Jim Beaver here holding it down, locked down, loaded. Hour number two coming at you. Tiffany Stone, as well as Gray Galding, NASCAR driver, Xfinity driver, will both be on the show this week. So uh, that's all coming up, and we got a fun, I'm going to call it a pulpourri of awesomeness coming up in hour number two. We got a segment that uh, I'm going to be talking a lot about, uh, a whole gamut of things, Parker 250, but there's actually our good friends at Dirtfish, which this should be the Dirtfish Rally Report. It will be the Dirtfish Rally Report. Um, they posed a question 
Valentino Rossi, could he have been a WRC champion? I think I'm going to chime in on that. So it's on their uh, site, dirtfish.com. Yes, they are a leading media provider for all kinds of rally news, and uh, I definitely want to talk about that. That actually is a great conversation point that we are going to talk about here in hour number two. So bring... I don't know. Bring it on social media. You got opinions on that? I'm sure a lot of you are going to disagree with me, but uh, we're uh, we're definitely going to dive into that. So, uh, yes, I'll be talking Valentino Rossi. And uh, that being said, Dirtfish Rally Report, uh, www.dirtfish.com is their website. Uh, use the coupon code JimBeaver15. That'll get you 15% off any and all classes at Dirtfish Rally School. So big news coming out. It's actually in regards to Dirtfish. Um, they are now officially, it is the ARA uh, Dirtfish National Championship. So uh, they are the media rights holders for the ARA Championship. You want to talk about big news, this is massive news. Obviously, same calendar that's been around. I know Snowdrift Rally is coming up, uh, I believe, this weekend. So uh, we've got Snowdrift coming up this weekend, uh, which is, I've been up there. It is a fun rally. It is also a miserable rally. It's negative 20 degrees, and uh, guys are sliding their cars down the ice, and it's great. But when you're out on stage, it's cold. I'm an Arizona boy. I don't like negative 20. My back doesn't like negative 20. But it doesn't make the, mean the rally isn't epic, and uh, they got Bonfire Alley. If you haven't ever seen the videos and pictures of that, you got to experience it once you know. Once in a lifetime, it is definitely uh, definitely awesome. But uh, that is going on. But uh, Dirtfish, new media rights holder for ARA, they'll be handling all media, handling all media moving forward for ARA and the national championship. This is big news for uh, for the industry, for rally fans, for everybody that likes dirt sports. Uh, this is going to be a great, great move. And with that, uh, yeah, go over to Dirtfish.com. Use the coupon code JimBeaver15. That's going to get you 15% off. And uh, we'll be back. After this, right here on the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. We got Gray Galding right up next. I'm Polaris rider Jim Beaver. I race trophy trucks professionally, host the Down and Dirty Radio Show, and also travel the country announcing motorsports events. I've seen it all, and trust me, I've done most of it. So when it comes time to relax on the weekend, nothing is better than taking time with my family in our Razor vehicles. They've got the reliability I need to just pick up and go explore the desert dunes or trail and have the capability to attack even the harshest terrain. If you're looking for some of the most reliable and safest and hands-down most capable off-road machines in the world, look no further than Polaris and their award-winning lineup of Razor vehicles. Whether you want your daughter to experience off-road driving for the first time in a Razor 170 like me, take the entire family out in a Razor XP4 1000 on the weekend, or shred the desert and dunes in the all-new Razor XP 1000 Fox Edition, Polaris has you handled. Take my advice and join me and some of the best drivers in the world by driving a Polaris Razor. Check out the full Polaris Razor lineup at Polaris.com or follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Polaris Razor. Your life demands a tire that provides durability, comfort, and performance, and that's what General Tire delivers for you. From the all-season grip of the Grabber UHP to the comfort and on-road manners of the Grabber HTS to the durability and off-road traction of the Grabber AT2, General has a tire that will help get you where you need to go. So let us take you on your next big adventure. Tweet us at General Tire, hashtag anywhere is possible, because with General Tire, anywhere is possible. From the 2018 Master Distillers of the Year comes a bold new American whiskey and fistful of bourbon. Their whiskeys have been award-winning for generations. Now they're going all in on bourbon, blending five straight whiskeys to create a big balanced bourbon that stands apart from everything else. So grab yourself a fistful of bourbon, a 
blend of five bourbons created with over 100 years of whiskey blending experience. It ain't just a bourbon, it's a damn fistful. Please enjoy responsibly. Looking to have some fun on four wheels? Dirtfish Rally School has you covered. Packing as much adrenaline and adventure as you can handle into high-performance all-wheel drive and rear-wheel drive Subaru rally cars is where the fun begins at Dirtfish. Just 30 minutes outside of Seattle and Snoqualmie, you'll get a chance to train up to three full days with some of the country's best instructors and be put through the high-octane rush of rally on mud, dirt, and tarmac. Get started today and call 425-888-7715 or visit us online at dirtfish.com and use code 911 for 15% discount life is all about sound the sound of sports the sound of the racetrack and the sound of your vehicle don't drive around listening to this drive around listening to the sound of performance gibson performance gibson performance exhaust is the company who can turn this into this remember that life is all about sound and gibson exhaust is the sound of performance check out your next catback exhaust system headers muffler or utv exhaust at gibsonperformance.com and get more power and more sound like what you hear catch all the back episodes of the down and dirty radio show on apple podcast and be sure to rate review and subscribe Welcome back to the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. I'd like to welcome uh, one of my guests to the show this week, Gray Galding. Gray, man, biggest uh, one of the biggest weeks in motorsports for us American uh, race fans. And, uh, you know, Daytona is upon us. And, uh, you know, how's everything going on your end, buddy? Hey, man, I appreciate it, man. No, everything's good. I'm um, just very excited and, and, and pleased to announce that, you know, myself and Panini trading cards and Jimmy Means, uh, racing, we uh, paired up for this year. I'll uh, be racing full time in the Xfinity Series. So, yeah, man, like you said, it's uh, it's a good time to be a race fan. This is the best week of the year, and and I'm just getting geared up, uh, getting ready to rock and roll, man. Hopefully, I uh, can put the Panini number 52 in Victory Lane. That's the uh, the most uh, historic track in the world. That's for sure. Yeah, well, and I know with this announcement, we we got to kind of dissect this in pieces because there's a lot to this puzzle here. I, I guess first of all, um, let's talk a little bit about uh, teaming up with Jimmy Means Racing because uh, obviously Jimmy Means he's uh, he's kind of a legend around NASCAR parts, right? I mean, how is that? You know, having st- some stability, uh, you're going to be racing full time there with Jimmy Means. I mean, a team that's been around. It's not a new team. It's it's solid. It's been there for a while. I mean, that's got to have you pretty dang excited. Oh man, I'm 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 uh, I'm so excited. I mean, like you said, I mean Jimmy Means and his entire group have been around a long time, and obviously, you know he's owned a team for such a long time and, and used to drive. Um, so I, I kind of put him in uh, like you know I kind of put him in that class of a pioneer of the sport. You know, this is all he knows. This this is this is his life, and and he, and he loves to race. And and I'm I'm just like him. I love to race too. And and I think with his team, you know, being established, I really think you know they had a tough season last year and. And I think with, you know, what I can bring to the table as a, as a, as a, you know, caliber driver, you know, I think I can really bring something different, different flavor, you know, and, and obviously we're bringing Panini trading cards, which is great, you know, having them back on to, to have some funding and, and uh, all the things we need to compete. But, you know, I just think it's just a good time for myself and Jimmy to, we kind of reset, had to hit the reset after last year. And when I came down and sat with him um, for about an hour, I was sold. Uh, because I know he's got still a lot of fight in him, and I got a lot of fight in me, and I really think we can do big things together this year, and and uh, that's our goal is to kick some butt week in and week out. 
Yeah, and how is that as user racing? I mean, last year wasn't exactly uh, you know a, a season you know to remember for you. I mean, how is it to have solid footing going into this year? Going, you know what? I know I'm going to be there every single week. I got great sponsors. I got a great team. Like we we can run the table on this thing. I mean, as a driver, having that stability and not having to worry about things on the outside, you know, and and finding funding or finding a ride and and bouncing around and running partial schedules. I mean, that's gotta that's gotta mean a lot heading into this year. Oh man, I, you you said it best. I, I'm just thankful to you know, like like you said, I know I know exactly what team I'm I'm going to be with every week. Uh, you know, I, I got my flight schedule, my hotel schedule. You know, it's nice having a schedule because uh, uh, you know last year was definitely not your average year. You know, but uh, you got to do what you got to do, though. You know, that's why that's why I look back on last year. You know, I had a I, I thought we had some pretty solid runs in in the Cup Series for the team, you know, and, and the caliber cars that we had, I thought we outperformed and, and, and did a good job. But you understand, you know, when you're racing on Sunday against the, the big dogs, I mean, everything has to be perfect. The, the, the money, the people, the, the adjustments, everything plays a part into that. But I think, like I said earlier, I mean, the, the main thing for me was almost hit the reset and say, okay, what, what's going to get my career back on the right path and, and where I want it to go and where I want to be. And I, I really do think that Jimmy Means, yeah, a lot of people might say his team ain't the, you know, it wouldn't be the first on their list. But at the end of the day, it's about the people. And, and the guy behind this race team, which is Jimmy himself, he, um, he, he's just a racer. And, and, and that's, that's the type of people I want to race for. It was the same with Bobby Dodder when I drove for him in 2019. We, we clicked. You know, he was a great mentor to me. And, and I really feel like Jimmy's already a mentor to me. His one-liners that he comes up with and – and just his, uh, you know, his personality is, is really fun to be around. So, um, yep, just excited to have a schedule and excited to have all my partners back, walk-ons, Panini. And uh, like I said, just have some fun. That's, that's what we're going to do, have some fun. Yeah, well, let's talk a little bit about Panini because uh, I know they stepped up uh, in a big way with your program this year. One, I got to tell you, the car looks killer, man. I mean, it, it really oh, does. Oh, thank you. Car- I know, man, it looks so good, doesn't it? Yeah, that, that's going to look really, really damn good at 200 miles an hour, let me tell you that. But, uh, you know, th- that being said, yeah. I mean, there's sponsors and then there's fun sponsors. Like, I mean, I, I got to think you got to be stoked. Panini, I mean, I, I've seen some of the cards that, uh, you know, that, that you're in and, uh, you know, some of the signed cards, things like that, some of the prismatic cards. Uh, I mean, you got to be pretty excited about this. Uh, I mean, did you, you know, collect trading cards growing up? I mean, now you're enshrined on cards. I mean, this is, this is a rad sponsor to have. Oh, for sure, man. No, I, um, I was a very big trading card collector growing up. I mean, I remember being at the lunch table, you know, trading baseball, football card, you know, obviously NASCAR cards, you know, with my buddies. So it, I, I think it, the synergies is, are there. And I think that's what's so cool about not just having a sponsor. I look at Panini, that, you know, they're, they're family. Like, you know, the, the, the individuals they have uh, that, that is a part of that amazing company is, is great to be around. And, and they're a big, big fan of mine. And, and, and the feelings are definitely mutual. But, you know, to actually have, have something on your car and on your suit and on your shirt that you represent and you can relate to that sponsor is, is, I think it's so important. And, and for me, you know, when this relationship came on, I knew it was going to be a great partnership, but like you said, I mean, what a rad, you know, cool sponsor. I mean, just the things that I've been able to do with our partnership. I mean, I had Patrick Mahomes on my car in 2019 and I finished sixth at Bristol and it was just a real big hit. And then, you know, having Patrick Mahomes, you know, um, tweeting me on my Instagram, so, you know, it's really cool what Panini does. They get their athletes and, and their ambassadors. We all cross-promote, and, 
and honestly, we all want the best for each other, you know, and, and, and I think that's what's just so amazing is to, you know, like Jason, he was at the Super Bowl the other thing the other day, you know, it's like, you don't get to do that with the average sponsor, but I'm, I'm very privileged and, and appreciative for everything they do. And uh, man, I, I just can't wait to, to keep this thing rolling. Yeah. Well, that being said, obviously, you know, Daytona, it's this weekend. Uh, you know, it's the biggest race of the year. Uh, you know, obviously Friday, I think you guys have first practice and you roll right into uh, qualifying and racing on Saturday. I mean, what, what's the approach this week? Obviously, you know, things uh, I, I feel like it's especially with qualifying that a few hours later racing. I mean, it's uh, it's a little bit interesting dynamic with Daytona this year. But, uh, you know, how are you approaching this weekend, man? Well, you know, I think the main thing is, you know, we uh, we need to have a good qualifying effort. You know, we're probably going to do some single car runs in practice just to make sure everything's fine. You know, everything's tidied up. Uh, but, man, once we get through qualifying, you know, it's, it's just all about putting yourself in position. You know, it is Daytona. It's the crapshoot. But you just got to know your surroundings. And I think that's what's, you know, been a big thing for me as of late, the last couple of years, finishing second at Talladega and Daytona uh, and almost winning Daytona last year. It's just all about being there at the right time and, and, and putting yourself in position to draft with the right guys. Uh, but also, you know, like I said, you have to be there at the end. You know there's going to be a big wreck. So the best thing you can do is uh, just pray you're not around it. So hopefully we'll have a good day. But, man, the goal is to really win the race, and I think we can do it. Yeah. Well, and, you know, talking about the big race, or, I mean, the big wreck, I mean, you as a driver, how do you approach that? Because, you know, at some point during the race, stuff's going to hit the fan, you know, and, and, and it can be taken out oh, of yeah. control. You know, is there any oh, way you sure. set, set yourself up as, you know, to try and avoid that initially, or do you just – you just roll with it, man. You, you kind of can't really be racing with that in the back of your mind. I mean, it, how do you approach that to try and set yourself up in the best possible position to avoid it? I guess leading would be the right way, right? Well, yeah, honestly, you're, you're correct. I mean, you kind of just, you kind of just got to roll with it really, you know, but I think my thing is, is depending on where you are in the pack, you know, track positions, everything you, I, I, I personally think up front's the safest place to be. You can ride all day and still get wrecked. You know what I mean? So the best thing you do, you can do is play offense and attack and, and, you know, just pray you're not in it. But at the end of the day, you will know when things are getting dicey, especially, you know, 10, 15, you know, laps to go. You know those guys are, are they're going to get antsy, and they're going to get antsy quick. So you just got to be ready for it. So, um, hey, man, I, I appreciate you having me on. I, uh, I have another call i got to get on real quick. But, hey, thanks again, man. Thanks, thank you so much. All right. Thanks a lot, Gray, and uh, good luck uh, this weekend in Daytona. Yes, sir. Hey, thanks for your time, man. Enjoy the race. All right, and we're going to take a short commercial break, and we'll be back with more after this right here on the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Conditions off the pavement are always changing, so why settle for a light bar that just turns on and off? The Rigid Adapt is a revolutionary new light bar that will automatically select from eight beam patterns that range from a widespread 90-degree flood to a 15-degree spot based on your vehicle's speed. Try that with your knockoff light bar. A dash-mounted controller allows the user to toggle between adaptive mode, beam patterns, and RGBW accent lighting. With Adapt, it's easier than ever to own the night. Don't just shred your way through any off-road rugged terrain. Get into gear with GSP XTV and let us redefine your adventure. The GSP advantage of quality and performance sets the standard for UTV axles. We strive to provide premium ATV and UTV axles to keep you shreddy ready. Kick up some dirt and get in the driver's seat with GSP XTV. With over 35 years of experience, drive with a company you can trust. Drive with GSP. For more information, please visit us at gspxtv.com today. 
Thanks for tuning in to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, available live online in syndication on networks across the U.S. and available internationally on the American Forces Network. Welcome back to the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Just had Greg Galding on. Uh, next segment, we're going to have Tiffany Stone on. And, um, yeah, this is kind of our pulpery segment. Something just kind of popped up, and I, I decided we're going to talk about this today. It's uh, it's something that um, it's interesting radio conversation. Let's put it that way, right? We're all about interesting radio conversations here. Before we do jump into that, though, I do want to uh, let you guys know. Don't forget, uh, Manscaped has their new refined cologne. Make sure and check it out and get twenty percent off plus free shipping with the code Jim Beaver at Manscaped.com. Twenty percent off and free shipping with the code Jim Beaver at Manscaped.com. And uh, yes. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's definitely, definitely uh, something I want to talk about here, though, is uh, Valentino Rossi. I'm a massive Valentino Rossi fan, and I feel like this is more of a I, – I don't know how we put it. Is this – yeah, I'm drawing blanks on how I even want to approach this. So Valentino Rossi, obviously he's won the Monza Rally, I think, something like seven times. And Dirtfish posed a question, could Valentino Rossi have been – a WRC champion. Well, I think he still could be. But, uh, you know, I guess this ends up being a bigger picture thing where we're, we're not just going to talk about Valentino Rossi. Let's talk about the best all-around drivers or racers in the world. And I'll give you mine. But the quick question is, a lot of you uh, stateside, I know you know Valentino Rossi, arguably the greatest MotoGP, MotoGP rider in history. Um, I don't know how many wins and how many uh, how many championships he's got, but the guy's just been absolute, complete dominant in you know in MotoGP. Um, he's also dabbled in rally. He's a massive WRC fan, big big rally fan. He's done Monza Rally, uh, you know, countless times, seven wins. Um, you know, he's he's dominant, right? In that, you know, and and a lot of people go, he's a motorcycle racer, he's a MotoGP racer, he races super bikes, but yet he can win a rally. Well, he's just he's just that damn good. He's also dabbled with Formula One cars to the point where he actually was so fast. He was as fast as anybody racing in Formula One at the time. And, you know, he's a MotoGP racer. You'd think he'd be pretty quick in a Formula One car, but two wheels transitioned to four really well for him. But yet, because of the rules of the FIA, he couldn't get a super license. So, you know, he couldn't go down the Formula One path, although I think at one point was a Ferrari, I believe, that was looking at him as a possible seat. But, um, you know, so he's good in Formula Cars. Obviously, he's been great in Rally. I'm, I'm reading through this article, could Valentino Rossi been a WRC champion? Well, I, I think the answer is yes, absolutely. I mean, he could have been a winner. He could have been a champion. I think Valentino Rossi, though, is good enough where if you put him in an Indy car, if you put him in a trophy truck, I don't care what you put him in. Dakar Rally, which is probably a logical career stepping stone from him at uh, 42 years old. Um, but I, I think Valentino's one of those rare talents where he could drive anything and do it well. I mean, I, I'm looking down the list, and I know we kind of spin this, where there's only a few of those talents in the world. Um, I will say Sebastian Loeb, absolutely, hands down, one of those talents. Sebastian Loeb's driven just about anything, um, and he's done it very, very well. Uh, I have never really seen him in a formula car, so I don't know how he'd do there. I, I'm thinking the way he does you know, with rally and the way he's done a Dakar and, and things like that or transition. Well, uh, you know, he took a, uh, you know, he took a Peugeot up Pike's peak and 
obliterated the record on pavement. So, uh, you know, that being said, I think, uh, you know, obviously he knows how to drive a car. So um, I would say Sebastian Loeb's in that group. Um, you know, the other one that uh, is definitely in that group is Fernando Alonso. I mean, here's a guy at the peak of his Formula One career decides, hey, I'm going to go do Le Mans. I'm going to go do IndyCar. I'm going to go do Dakar. Most people would have just collected the paycheck in Formula One. And, uh, you know, Alonso's like, nah, I think there's more here. So you got a Formula One world champion who – did really, really well in his first year at the Indy 500. And, you know, he's done Dakar, and, and he's just bounced around and, and driven a whole lot of things. And, you know, and I, I think Alonzo's on that list. So, you know, what are we up to three? Loeb, Alonzo, we got Valentino Rossi. I would throw my boy Toby Price in the mix. I don't know how Toby does on the pavement, but uh, dirt bikes, off-road cars, rally cars, you know, I know he's raced SST trucks on the pavement, done it pretty well. I, I don't know, you know, how he would transition into a Formula One car, but I, I got to throw Toby Price on that list. Obviously, our good friend of the show, this is going to be controversial by our overseas listeners, but I got to throw Robbie Gordon on the list. I mean, here's a guy who's run one Baja. He won the Indy 500 until he ran out of gas on the last corner of the race. But, you know, as far as I'm concerned, he's a – he, he's an IndyCar winner and, and as close as you can get to an Indy 500 winner. He's three-time NASCAR winner. I mean, you know, how, how do you count Robbie Gordon out of that list? You know, just looking, you know, Jimmy Johnson, another one we'll see. I, I don't think he's quite to that level yet, but he's won an off-road. One, he's the greatest NASCAR driver of all time. Uh, we'll see how he does in IndyCar this year. You know, Jimmy could could sneak into my list. But, uh, yeah, I think uh, there, there's a few names right there that I'm going to throw at you that I think are, are definitely in that, uh, in that conversation as, uh, you know, some of the greatest all-around drivers. I mean, the big one that I haven't even talked about yet, and I throw him up in Rossi territory, is our good friend Travis Pastrana. And a lot of people laugh, and I'm like, no, 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 look what, look what TP has done. You know, he, he got bored with Supercross because he was winning there. Goes into FMX, you know, obviously one of the greatest FMXers of all time. But, you know, he, he loves rally cars. He's, you know, won stage rally, won championships in stage rally. He's won rallycross races. Um, he's jumped in a trophy truck having never have driven one before. And, uh, you know, and all of a sudden he finished, what was it, third place or fourth place at the Mint 400, arguably one of the biggest off-road races of the year. Um, you know, he's goes and he does short course. He goes and does one off NASCAR races. Like, you know, here's a guy who will drive anything, anywhere, anytime, you know, whether it be two wheels, four wheels, like Travis is an amazing talent. He could race at the WRC level. I think give him a year and I think he'd be up to speed. Uh, obviously, you know, he's beaten Ken Block in stage rally here in the States. Ken has scored points in WRC. So, you know, there you go, right there, proof in the in the concept, you know. So uh, Pastrana, another one, uh, you know, that I would definitely throw on that list of, uh, you know, the best drivers that can drive just about anything in the world at any given time. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I'm going to have to dig here and, and think about some more, but I think that's a pretty good basis. But, you know, I guess circling back to Valentino Rossi, um, yeah, I mean, could he have been a WRC champion? I, I think he could have been a Formula One world champion. I'll go that far out and say that I believe if he would have landed at Ferrari at the time they were looking at him and at that age, if he would have had a couple of years, you know, in development to figure things out, I truly think Rossi could have been a Formula One world champion. You want to talk about one of the greatest motorsports talents in the world today you have to talk about valentino rossi hands down no questions asked the dude is right there he is that quick so 
Yeah, I think Dirtfish, I, I really like this article you guys did. Uh, it's worth the read, um, you know, but uh, I, I got to agree. Could he have been a WRC champion? Yeah, I think he could have been a hell of a lot more as well, you know. And that being said, we're saying this like his career's been a disappointment. You're talking about the greatest MotoGP racer of all time. He Inarguably, he is the GOAT. He's the greatest. Nobody's going to argue it. And uh, here we are talking about could he have been in these other disciplines. I'm like, you're the greatest of all time at MotoGP, the highest level of motorcycle racing in the world, and yet we're talking – I'm talking about it like a disappointment i didn't mean it that way but the way i said it yeah it sounded like a disappointment i'm like man that's that sounds bad <laughs> and especially for european fans and listeners of the show moto gp over there is just insane i i americans that's one thing that i i think it's a bummer americans haven't developed the taste for motorcycle racing like europeans have at least in uh, in regards to uh you know road racing and things like that i think uh and, and that's kind of a bummer because i'm a massive moto gp fan um, you know, but obviously Supercross is, um, you know, Americans ride or die with Supercross and rightfully so Supercross is badass, but you know, um, yeah, but Rossi, he's a badass. Let's just put it that way. Actually, I think it has to do with anything with uh, Rossi, right? I, our good friend, Alex Rossi, I think people confused him. He said, he said it on the show. He goes, Valentino Rossi. He goes, people thought I was, he, they forgot that I was American because of my last name. And he goes, I'm from California. I'm an American. But he goes, I went to Europe and people, Americans didn't associate me doing Formula One with an American because Valentino Rossi's name carried so much weight. They just assumed I was European. So, uh yeah, anytime Valentino Rossi overshadows Alexander Rossi and Indy 500 winner, uh, yeah, you know, uh, you know, the name carries some weight. But uh, that being said, yes, I said we would get into uh, talking about the best in the desert, Parker 250. That is this weekend. Um, I don't know how much time we got left in this segment, but it's not a hell of a lot left. But uh, I do want to give uh, kind of the, kind of the quick rundown. Uh, I know I we will be doing some social media. Uh, on site uh, for my race program, we got our new race car. I haven't even talked about that yet on air. We'll probably talk about it next week because the video isn't out yet, but you want to be uh, watching for that video that we'll be dropping tomorrow, Thursday, if you're tuning in online. If you're tuning in nationally, yep, video's already out. Head over to my social media and watch it. Um, but uh, we'll be doing some live uh, media, um, kind of mile marker updates, things like that on social during the race. Um, you know, check out uh, Best in the Desert's uh, social media as well. I know they'll be doing updates. I don't know if there's going to be any live streaming for this event or not, uh, but it is a massive one. So uh, things really get underway Saturday. Our race starts at 1 o'clock Mountain Time. That is uh, noon Pacific. Um, so... Yeah, there's a hundred and I believe sixty plus entries, uh, and we start at one o'clock. I'll go off the line probably a little after one. Um, I don't know. Expect maybe five hour race. It's gonna be I don't know, four laps. I, it's hard to tell. We're gonna get dust. We're gonna get traffic. It's a lot of cars on a track at one point in time. I can't I can't even guesstimate what uh, what lap times or what things are gonna look like. First lap's gonna be fast. Second lap it's gonna turn into a disaster real quick. So, uh, yes, that is going on, but 160 entries in, in our classes, in the desert classes, but at 300 total UTVs, it's going to be massive. Um, I guess uh, it's kind of weird. It's going to be a sprint race. Normally, this race is about 90-mile loops. Because of COVID, some of the areas got shut out. Uh, we're going to be running 62-mile laps. So instead of three, we're running four. It's going to be a sprint race, and it's going to be rugged. It's going to get nasty, and it's going to be interesting. But uh, definitely, if you are an off-road fan, you want to be you know, checking it out this weekend. If you're in uh, western Arizona, southern Nevada, you're in SoCal, make your way out to Parker this weekend. It will definitely be worth your time to watch uh, some of the best UTV drivers in the world do battle. 
So, uh, yeah, I guess uh, we need to wrap up this segment. We're going to have Tiffany Stone coming up next, probably talking a lot of King and the Hammers, a lot about uh, what uh, what went down out there in Hammertown uh, here here about a week, week and a half ago. Seems like it was just yesterday. I'm still recovering from it. But, uh, yes, we're going to be talking about King of the Hammers uh, when we return here to the show. So hang tight. we still got a lot more to come in hour number two of your favorite motorsports radio show, the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Don't go far. We are coming back right after this short break. Whether you're looking for a tire that balances high-performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions, excellent handling and traction in wet and dry conditions, or a summer performance tire designed with a driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has you covered. From the all-new G-Max RS to the Grabber ATX, no matter what you drive, General Tire will get you where you're going. Learn more at GeneralTire.com. General Tire, cruising with a down-and-dirty radio show since 2012. Looking to have some fun on four wheels? Dirtfish Rally School has you covered. Packing as much adrenaline and adventure as you can handle into high-performance all-wheel drive and rear-wheel drive Subaru rally cars is where the fun begins at Dirtfish. Just 30 minutes outside of Seattle and Snoqualmie, you'll get a chance to train up to three full days with some of the country's best instructors and be put through the high-octane rush of rally on mud, dirt, and tarmac. Get started today and call 425-888-7715 or visit us online at dirtfish.com and use code 911 for a 15% discount. You're listening to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. All killer and no filler. Welcome back to the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. I'd like to welcome one of my very, very good friends who I just got to see for a week out there in the dirt. Both of us uh, recovering from King of the Hammers. But uh, Tiffany Stone, welcome to the show. I know you're not back to uh, Detroit City quite yet, but... Uh, uh, I don't know. Have you fully recovered? Because I can tell you, we are recording this on Monday, and I have not. Uh, no. Um, like I had mentioned before, my father lives in uh, Southwest AZ, so taking a few more days just to recover. I heard the Detroit, I heard the Detroit got dumped with a lot of snow, so I'll take the nice weather in Arizona and the sunshine and all that over the snow. But heading back, uh, I think tomorrow, getting back there finally, but. To answer your question, no, I have not recovered. My voice is a little scratchy, too, so if it sounds horrible, sorry, guys. Remote Pit 2 was a little dusty and windy and pretty loud this past weekend. Yeah, you know, talking about hammers overall, Tiff, I guess we'll get into talking a little bit about the racing. I feel like the racing at this point, everybody knows who won, so it's like we can't really dissect that too much. I guess it's better for us just to kind of talk about the overall event. I know there was a lot of, uh, you know, this and that, you know, floating around in regards to it because, uh, you know, because of all the COVID protocols, things like that. I got to give Dave Cole and and everybody at Ultra 4 and King of the Hammers a lot of credit because – Things were pretty seamless. I mean, I, I didn't, you know, find any problems with it. You know what I mean? It was pretty easy. Uh, obviously, there was an extra, you know, level of, you know, having to get tested either on site or bring your test, things like that. But uh, I got to tell you, you know, I'm still kind of amazed that they were able to pull off an event of this magnitude in this current climate. No, exactly. You're you're right. Um, the the night before I headed into Hammertown, I took my test. I was honestly kind of scared because it's like if you have it, they weren't letting you in. And um, I'm really excited that obviously I passed with a, a COVID free test. Um, they did everything great. We had a separate wristband to make sure that you can get into Hammertown. All of the gates obviously were all 
blocked up to make sure that you could get in there. People pretty much were wearing their masks, you know, obviously at some of the obstacles and out during the day, like other people are doing that, but inside Hammertown and all of that, it was really, really nice to see it. And I don't know about you, but I think that this like year for the amount of people on the lake bed, I saw a lot of new people out there and new fans. And I heard, you know, it's just like the off-road community finally all came together which was awesome to see, but I just think there were more RVs, more people out there. Chocolate Thunder was just crazy every single night. I know, you know, we went out to um, Backdoor, which kind of sounds really weird that I said that out loud, but we went to uh, Backdoor um, on one of the nights, you know, the normal unofficial Backdoor shootout type thing, and it was just so many people, but it was overall a crazy experience. Um, I, I also have to say this, and they're not paying me to say this, and I know they're not paying you to say this, but Dang Brothers Pizza was legit just everywhere on top of the game. They were at Chocolate Thunder, Backdoor, Inside Hammertown. I even saw them at the front, you know, off of Boone in 247. So it was just shout out to them for just keeping everything. And they let me make a pizza and I was able to cut it. So yes, that I was, was there I was really when you made your about. pizza. Um, yeah, they were all over the place. Like, and I, they were like the savior. You know what I mean? Like, they stayed open late. That was what was great about it. Like, you know, most people eat dinner about five, six o'clock. You know what I mean? Out there, seven o'clock. They were they were legit. What do they call it? fourth meal? Is that the old Taco Bell commercials? Fourth meal. I feel like Dang Brothers Pizza was yes. like fourth meal. Right around eleven thirty, twelve. We got a few drinks in this tip. It was like boom, beeline. Dang Brothers Pizza. No, exactly. And I thought it was great. Um, the overall experience was really, really nice. Racing obviously was great. Like you said, we already know who won with everything pretty much, but I mean, overall, everything was awesome. Um, really cool rigs to see out there. I had a little bit of trouble with my Jeep, my front left shock started to come out. So shout out to BFG garage for, for fixing that. Um, but other than that, I, I thought everything was great. How, how was your perspective on it? No, I was I was stoked. I mean, it was definitely a good time. You know, weather was amazing. Um, you know, it was I, I know that we were all worried about some rain and stuff. There's a couple nights where it was a bit cold, but uh, you know, weather was amazing. I mean, all in all, it was a great event. Uh I know there was the one night we went to backdoor and I got to tell you, I was almost laughing cuz <laughs> that was probably the biggest single gathering of people in one place at one time to watch anything in this country in the past 12 months. It was insane how many people were packed into back door. And I was, it, it was kind of funny, you know what I mean? Cause I'm like, man, where on, there's probably nowhere on earth on earth that that was happening at that given time anywhere with that kind of a crowd of people. And I was like, how did we get here? You know, how's this happening? And you know, by hammer standards, it was normal. You know what I mean? But currently like with all the COVID-19 stuff, I was just like, wow, like, this is the first time I've seen this many people in one place in a good year, you know? No, you're absolutely right. And and like I said before, we headed out there. Um, we needed this. The off-road community needed this. I needed this. And I feel like that's how everybody felt. And so it was just good to get back doing what, you know, everybody loves and their passions and, you know, so many enthusiasts out there. So shout out to all the people who came out to King of the Hammers. You, you really did make my week, my month, my year you know, even 2021 20, year so far, it was just awesome. 
Yeah, and I think that was a big thing. The industry needed that. I mean, we needed an outlet. Obviously, Mint 400 getting delayed till December. We've had races at Parker and some others. Uh, you know, they've kind of been stripped back. I think this was the first time we've had an event full tilt, kind of normal, you know, and it was uh, it was amazing. You know, were there a few less people than years previous? Yes. Were there a few less vendors than years previous? Yes. But by and large, this was the hammers that everybody knows and loves, and this is the hammers that people show up to watch. No, exactly. So shout out again to Dave Cole, everybody who puts that together. Ultra 4, you guys are, are pretty amazing. Yeah, definitely. No complaints. And that being said, the racing was pretty awesome. I know uh, it was a little bit different. I'm used to, like, with Everyman and with uh, UTV, seeing them run down backdoor. I-, I will say as a fan, I was a little bit bummed. I like I like them having to go down backdoor to get to the finish just because it's just one obstacle and the – and it's a bit of a challenge, you know, there's some rollovers there and stuff. So like, I will say on that front, like I was a little bummed, but I get why they did it. They added some stuff. They ran down chocolate thunder and then they turned around, hung a hard left at the bottom of chocolate thunder, went up this new feature they cut in for, I believe it was uh, the shootout. Right. And, uh, so it was, uh, you know, the courses were different though. They added some new sections. So I know they tried to innovate. I know a lot of the drivers said it was some of the hardest sections that they've ever had, but let's talk about the UTVs, Tiff. I mean, they started at eight and they finished right after noon. I mean, it was like a four hour race. It was, I've never seen a King of the Hammer sprint race. We saw it in the UTV race. Exactly. And shout out to Kyle Cheney for doing that. I mean, he's a GNCC dude, a short course dude. You know, obviously he can run in the desert and do the rocks and do all of those things. And it was just kind of cool to see, you know, somebody that we personally know from the short course world come out and I guess it's safe to say dominate. And and he did such a great job. And, you know, he won the desert part earlier in the week as well. And it was just really, really cool to see all of it come together. Yeah, definitely uh, great to see everything come together. And um, it's got me excited. I know uh, Ultra Four's got some big plans. you know, with uh, with future events, things like that. But uh, definitely, definitely a good time out on the lake bed. I guess key takeaway here, Tiff, obviously uh, Slauson, three-time king now. Uh, you know, he, he joins a very, very select few. I know Jason Shear was uh, was looking like he might be four-time at some point, but uh, was not able to uh, seal the deal. But, uh, you know, we, we had that. We had some great racing in the everyman. Uh, what's your key takeaway from this whole event? I just think that um... – like I've been saying before, we needed this and it shows the perseverance of the drivers. It shows the perseverance of the team and the crew. And, you know, this was my first year being able to be at remote pit too. And, you know, we did some live stuff and did some hits from there. And I don't think, you know, people realize that when they're coming into remote pit too, you know, they're fueling up, they're changing some things. A arms could be broken. Discs could be broken. You know, axles could be broken. And it's a team collaborative thing. You know, we always talk about the drivers and and or their co-drivers, unless, you know, you're like Shannon Campbell, who doesn't have a co-driver. But when we put all that together, the team, the driver, the co-driver, the crew chief, the pit, everything, it's so many people coming together for the love of what they do, the love of racing. And that's why, you know, I just want to say a big shout out to the other members of the team, because, you know, we always see the driver. They always do the interview. We always talk about them, but there's so many people. I mean, even their wives, girlfriends, families, husbands, sons, daughters, everything coming together to make this one event happen. And honestly, King of the Hammer is the last day, the 4400s. It is 
the hardest race in, in the U.S. or in the North America or even the world. You know, it's the hardest one-day race, and it's cool to see that. Yeah, it was definitely cool to see that. It definitely didn't disappoint. The live stream, as always, just nailed it. Um, you know, I, I know uh, I'm sure they're going to have some changes for next year in regards to course layout, maybe schedule events. I, it felt like this year, Tiff, a very long time out on the lake bed, having like the desert races opening and then, you know, and then obviously the traditional races kind of close things out. It, it just felt like a, a freaking long time out there, you know? Exactly. But I'm a little bougie and I do get my uh, Airbnb and Landers, which is nice. But next year, I think I might um, get an RV or see if somebody will bring one out there so I could have like a, a midday pit stop area. You know, you, you did allow me to come hang out at, at, in your RV and just get away from the wind or the sun or, you know, just for a moment to, to catch my breath. But it's always a good time. So, so thank you for that one, too. Yeah. Or get a drink. Just throwing that out there. Or get a drink. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait. I do need to say shout out to SDHQ and all of them for supplying my white cloth for the week. <laughs> oh, you got a white cloth sponsor. I see how it is. No, no, no white cloth sponsor. It's just I was over there. Usually Serena from SDHQ is out there, but she wasn't out there. So Dan and Joey were out there. And I was like, hey, do you guys have anything to drink? He's like, we got white cloths. And I asked him. And then by like, I'd only get like one, maybe two a day, not even like every day. It was like when I had the time off or I wasn't necessarily working and I walk over there and Dan's like, Tiffany, if you keep on asking me, I'm going to say no. So just walk over there and grab it. I'm like, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. That's funny. You finally got to get your, uh, try your hand at a little fistful of bourbon as well. I will mention that. Oh yeah, no, that was great. Um, we were able to, to do that. I, didn't do so much just because, you know, I still have to work and early call times make for headaches at times, you know, especially when you don't drink enough water because you're enjoying that so much. It was great. I'm, I'm pretty excited. Hopefully we can have some more at EJS this year, too, or whatever equivalent of EJS is going to happen. Yeah, I know it's going on. I guess that's a story for another show. But, yeah, they, it, that was funny because every day at Hammers was like the EJS updates. One day, oh, EJS is canceled. Everyone's like, oh, bummer. Next day, oh, EJS might be back on, but we don't know for sure. Next day, oh, it's not back on. Next day, oh, it is back on. We've got a, a new person, and they move counties. And it was like it was like the roller coaster of EJS in between everything happening at Hammers. And as of now, when we're taping, EJS is officially on. So, and I don't see that changing now. It sounds like they've got their ducks in a row, which I am completely thankful for. Oh, myself as well. Like the EJS is a big one. I was supposed to go last year. Obviously I couldn't. So it's, it's exciting to go to be able to go this year. So that's another show, another update. You guys will have to come back and hear all about that. Yeah. Well, with that Tiff, uh, we do need to uh, take a short, short commercial break and uh, we'll be back with more after this on the General Tire Down a Dirty Radio Show powered by Polaris Razor. You want extreme performance, reliability, and the most fun you can have on four wheels? The Polaris Razor brings it to you, but you don't need to take my word for it. You can take theirs. I'm Tanner Faust, and I choose the Polaris Razor because it's the most fun you can have with a steering wheel. What's up? I'm Ronnie Renner, and I choose Polaris Razor because it's the sickest, most reliable side-by-side on the planet. What's up, everybody? Heavy D from Diesel Brothers. Listen, I'm on Team Razor because it's hands down the best piece of machinery on the planet. 
I'm RJ Anderson, and I choose Polaris Razor because it's the most fun, most capable machine. Action sports stars, TV personalities, and some of the best race car drivers in the world all choose Polaris Razor because it's the ultimate combination of power, suspension, agility, and fun. Find out more information on the web at PolarisRazor.com or follow at Polaris Razor on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and use the hashtag RazorLife to share your story. Thanks for tuning in to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, available live online in syndication on networks across the U.S. and available internationally on the American Forces Network. Well, here we are, finding ourselves in the last segment of the day, the short one, the one where we wrap things up. Do want to uh, thank you guys for tuning in to the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. I am at Jim Beaver 15 on social media, and uh, yeah. Apple Podcasts, go over there and hit the subscribe button. Thanks for everybody tuning in nationally. Uh, Sports Byline, Sirius XM, uh, you know, obviously Apple Podcasts, Podcast One, um, you know, our radio network, wherever you're tuning in, man. Thank you guys. And especially thanks to our military and our troops abroad tuning in on the U.S. American Forces Network. Thank you for everything you do for our country. Thank you for allowing me to uh, talk here about racing and, uh, yeah, and go racing this weekend, man. I, I sincerely, from the bottom of my heart, appreciate everything you guys do for uh, for our great, great nation. So uh, big, big shout-out to all of our partners in the show. General Tire, Polaris Razor, Vision Wheel, Rigid Industries, Dirtfish Optimus, GSP, XTV, Axles, our good friends there at iRacing, and our good friends at Manscaped. Uh, you know, don't forget, to 20% off plus free shipping at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping at manscaped.com. Our good friends at Fistful of Bourbon. It's just not a bourbon. It's a damn fistful. Go and uh, check it out. Your local liquor store. It's definitely worth the drink. And uh, Dirtfish, it is uh, Jim Beaver 15. That'll get you 15% off at Dirtfish Rally School. And uh, I don't know, man. We've got uh, we got all kinds of stuff cranking here in the coming weeks. Big thanks to uh, Greg Galding, uh, our good friend Connor Daly, and uh, Tiffany Stone for uh, for calling into the show this week and being our guests. And, uh, yeah, I guess I'm getting ready to go racing. We've got a big video project dropping tomorrow, Thursday, the 18th. Please go and check it out on my social media. It's a video we put a lot of uh, energy into, and uh, I think you guys are really going to enjoy it. It's not super long. It's going to be about three, four minutes long. So, yeah, it's not going to take up a ton of your time, but uh, trust me, this video is pretty badass, and uh, I think you guys are uh, – it's it's worth your four minutes of time, right? You just listen to me talk for two hours? Yeah, give me another four minutes tomorrow. You'll like it. Um, so that being said, uh, I don't know. I don't have a whole hell of a lot else to talk about today, but I would like your guest suggestions. It is a new year. This is the 10th anniversary of the radio show. And uh, like I've said before, we have always been about the fans. We've always been about the listeners. Uh, you guys have any guests you want to hear on the show? I know. I know we've got Jason Ellis coming up sometime in the next couple of weeks. Uh, that has been a fan request, and uh, that's also been a me request. So uh, Ellis will be back. But if you've got ideas, whether it be off-road, IndyCar, action sports, I don't care. Hit me up at Beaver 15 on social media. I would love your guest suggestions, and we'll try our damnedest to get anybody booked onto the show that we pi- – that we quite possibly can that you guys want to hear. And, uh, yeah, I guess that's all I got. Uh, I'm going to sign off for this week. We'll see you next time right here on the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. You guys have a great week and a safe weekend.
amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu visit.